Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul Jamison, enjoying some beautiful weather down here in Atlanta. I was on the road for a month for our summer road tour powered by our friends at Echo. And so today on the show, I'm going to do a recap from my time in Richmond, Virginia. And that was a great time up there. So I had so much um, content from while I was in Virginia, but most of it was my guest. It was Naylor Taliaferro, Will Rice, and Seth, the lawn surgeon. And I tried to let them talk and uh, really let them share their stories, what they've learned in their lawn care landscaping businesses. And it's tough for me because I like to do the talking. (laughs) And uh, God gave us two ears and one mouth. So I think there's a lesson behind that and uh, a purpose of why we have two ears, and one mouth. But nevertheless, I did learn a lot. And so now I want to share some of the things that uh, I learned on that Virginia trip and recap it a little bit. We're going to take a quick moment and hear from our show sponsor, the Hardscape Academy, and what they got cooking over there uh, with Caleb and Brittany's resources at the Hardscape Academy. Hey guys, it's Brittany Almond with the Hardscape Academy. We have created a how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls guide that are both two and a half hours to three hours long, available immediately online after you purchase for $99 at thehardscapeacademy.com. We also have two free courses on there, how to build slab steps and how to install slab stairs. You should check them out at thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey guys, it's Marty from the Green Industry Podcast team. You know me best as Mr. Producer. Over the years, Paul has dropped some serious intel on how to own and operate a profitable lawn care business. He literally has hundreds of hours of pro tips available on the podcast, but we know you need to get up to speed in a hurry. Your time's valuable and working smarter makes sense, especially when there's bills to pay and a family that I know wants to spend time with you. This is why I recently encouraged Paul to create an intensive video course. Now you can get trained and equipped to build a successful business in the green industry through watching his informative, simple to understand, step-by-step instructional videos. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com, click on the e-course tab, or tap that link in the podcast description. For a limited time special price of $97, you'll learn how to launch your business, properly manage the business's finances, how to set up your equipment for efficiency, price your services correctly, marketing strategies, and so much more. We, we can't keep the price at $97, but we wanted to make it affordable to you, our podcast listeners, just to say thanks for listening to the show. Just think now of all that you're going to be able to do with the extra time you're going to have because you made the smart choice to spend $97 and have Paul walk you through what took him a decade to master. Smash the link in the show notes, start making money, and move to the head of the class. All right, guys, I am excited to announce our fall tour. It is coming up. We're going to Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, Arkansas. That is the lineup. And I will be joined with Naylor Taliaferro. I can't wait till I get my wifey. I'm going to take her on these trips, hopefully. 
But uh, in the meantime, Naylor is going to step up as as the helper with getting the videos set in place. And hell, he's going to be on the show as well. But he's very skilled at videography, and he has a get to know the pro series where he's gone out, you know, gone to Stan Genetics' house up there in Minnesota and interviewed him. And he's come to Atlanta and actually interviewed me. And he's got all kind of experience of doing what I'm doing. So he's like, hey, I think I can really help you to make sure we're going to do videos of every tour stop that we go on. And by the way, a quick plug to my YouTube channel. I um, just resurrected this thing. It's Paul Jameson. Marty, can you put that in the show notes? I'd appreciate that. Thank you. And what are you eating over there? A chicken wing or a chicken drumstick? Man, that thing looks good. Where'd you get that from? Oh, man. Yeah, well, I've had their brisket. Uh, he, he said Slopes. That's a place here in uh, coming Georgia. I've had their brisket, man. Get a couple signs with this, like fifteen ninety nine, but it's good <laughs> if you got the money, man. I was like, check it out. It's like I'm used to Chipotle. You know, it's like seven dollars and sixty five cents. Those jokers are like fifteen ninety nine for lunch. I was like, man, that's too much, but it is good. I guess. I guess they. Hey, they know their numbers over there at Slopes, man. But yeah, that that uh, drumstick. I don't like the drumsticks, though. Honestly, I mean, it looks good, but. I like, yeah, that brisket, man. Barbecue brisket. It was good. Got, uh, I forget what size. It was greens. Collard greens. Anyway. See, look at you, Marty. You're always yelling at me over here to stay in my lane. <laughs> He's over there chomping on that chicken wing. So, as I was saying, we're going on fall tour, guys. Naylor Taliaferro is going to go with me. I have a YouTube channel. We're going to start putting the the videos of the, the podcast that we do, put up some professional videos of the um tour. So Naylor's going to go with me, help me with that. And then he's going to sit in the chair and throw on the headset. I got to buy a new headset, Marty. Did you put that order in? Not yet. You got to call our guy, Paul over there at BSW and get that please. Because I'm going on, yeah, the beginning of October. So we need to remember to get that today because I only have three headsets right now. So, all right, <laughs> let me pull it in here. Um, that, yeah. So that's that. LCR Media is joining the Green Issue Podcast, our fall road tour. We are excited to go out to the Midwest and interview you guys. This October with GIE Plus Expo being canceled, we'll go to your home and uh, hopefully have a great time out there in uh, the Midwest. So, all right. Uh, Virginia was a blast, guys. Um, I did have a meeting there with Chris Kaiser uh, from the OPEI and Chuck Bowen. And they call me, I'm at the hotel and Chuck Bowen calls me. He's like, Hey Paul. And, uh, I was like, Oh man, I, I, that's when I started realizing GIE plus expo might be canceled. And he's like, we, uh, we have to postpone the interview and, and everything. And so I was like, Oh man. And then a couple days later I got a call, you know, and, and, and they told me before it went public that, Hey, we, we did postpone the show and I was crushed. I was devastated, guys. I know everyone was looking forward to this um, GIE Plus Expo. So long story short, if you registered, your registration is still good. It, it will just credit to the to the 2021 show. So you're all set for GIE Plus Expo 2021. And they were sad. I was sad. And, and, and obviously, Chris Kaiser was still on the show. But that's why I went to Virginia was to do the interview there. So that was kind of a bummer when that got postponed to a phone interview. I was excited to go there and interview him in person and being all pumped up for GIE Plus Expo. So other than that, that was kind of a, a you know, the whole GIE Plus thing. I don't want to, you know, talk about that anymore because I'm going to get mad, Marty. I just, oh, I'm so pumped up. But anyway, and I'll just say this, guys. I know that we're 13 months away from GIE Plus Expo 2021. You got to be there. It is so much fun. It is the, it's a gigantic family reunion of all these guys who are business owners that we can talk to each other and actually understand what, what each other's saying. Like I have friends 
that aren't entrepreneurs that don't own businesses and specifically don't own businesses in the green industry. And it's like, what do they talk about? Like sports and politics and whatever, food. <laughs> Marty's a, you're an entrepreneur, Marty. Marty's a, Marty's a businessman. He, he, uh, <laughs> oh, you, we all want to be like Marty when we grow up, man. A beautiful wife, beautiful house up in the Appalachian Mountains. You're, you're the man, Marty. But anyway, when you go to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and you go to the GIE Plus Expo, it's just ironing, sharpening iron. You get to meet so many cool people that I met Brian Fullerton at the GIE Plus Expo. Like, you're like, man, you're so lucky that Brian Fullerton, you know, one of your best friends. I'm like, I just met him at literally as I, under the gazebo thing at the GIE rally. And he's like, hey, I'm Brian. And I'm like, hey, I'm Paul. I mean, that was it. <laughs> it was before he had the YouTube millions and he was YouTube famous, but you never know who you're going to meet there. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and for the content that you do watch, whoever it is, maybe it's Stan Genetic or Sean Spencer or Pro Cut Lawn Care, whoever, all those guys are there and you get to shake their hand and talk to them and, you know, just realize they're all dorky and quirky and <laughs> everyone's kind of a letdown. You're, you're like, you watch someone's YouTube videos and you like, oh man, that's, that guy's so cool. And then you meet him in real life. You're like, hey, he's kind of a dork, but hey, <laughs> he's, uh, it's cool to meet him and, and uh, to be friends. But um, <laughs> anyway, who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met, Marty? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Oh, what a joker. He said me. Are you come on? Whatever. Anyway, I, I met LeBron James in high school. And LeBron, he uh I don't want to get into all that. But I he I met him. I mean, he was he was cocky, he was arrogant, he was he was he was really good at basketball. I'm gonna get into my Virginia recap in a moment. Just let me tell you this story, Marty. I was at, uh, it was AAU basketball. And guys, if this is your first time listening to the show, I usually don't digress this much. I keep it tight. I, I stay in my lane. But uh, let's, let me tell you the LeBron James story, all right? And then we'll talk about, we'll talk about business tips from what I learned in Virginia. And uh, Marty's over there shaking his head. It's just a funny story. Let me tell it, Marty. Um, so my buddy, uh, his, his name's Billy. His sister played on the AAU basketball team. And her name's Ashley, and it was called Sharpshooters. And so they had a female, you know, team, and then they had a male, uh, the boys team, boys high school team. And so LeBron James, the basketball player, he's in high school, and he was on the Sharpshooters AAU team for the men, or I guess they're boys, they're in high, you know, freshmen in high school, or whatever. These freshman kids, and then Ashley was on the girls team. So she had a she had the schedule you know, print it out. And she's like, you guys got to watch this kid play. Like I've never seen a basketball player this good ever. He was so good. And, um, she's like, just go watch him. So me and my buddy, I mean, there's nothing to do in the winters in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who live in Ohio, you're like, yeah, we know Paul plow that snow, make that dough, but there ain't, there ain't nowhere to go. So we're like, Hey, we got nothing to do. We'll go watch this. This hype, this kid was hyped up. All right. So we go in there and I, I thought I was a good basketball player, Marty. So I'm sitting there talking trash to LeBron James. They're, they're warming up. He, I'm sitting there in the front row. There's like barely anyone there. I don't know, like 20 people in the gym. It's, it's, it's AAU basketball in the inner city. And it's just, there's not, it's not like what, you, what we have out here in the suburbs where it's, you know, packed. It's just, it's just guys, basically the guys playing and that's it. LeBron James' mom was there, Gloria his girlfriend at the time, and then a handful of us. It was basically an empty gym. And so they're warming up, and this guy's so arrogant. He had his Los Angeles Lakers jersey on and Jerry West jersey. He's just arrogant punk. And I, he was making me mad, and I thought I was better than him. So I'm just like, I was like, 
talking trash. I'm like, LeBron, you stink. Just being stupid, immature, whatever. So he, they're in the warm-up line, Marty, and he takes the basketball, and he does this slam dunk, and I thought the basketball hoop was going to break. I mean, this was a high school kid, dunked this thing like you wouldn't believe with so much aggression, and then he jogs over, he's staring at me the whole time, and he jogs over, and he kind of squares his shoulder. I mean, he was huge in high school. Squares his shoulder at me, just standing there staring me down. And uh, I had nothing to say. And, the, and my three guys with me, it was uh, Ryan, Justin, and Billy. They're like elbowing me. And they said, LeBron, man, he's an idiot. You're good, dude. And I just sat there feeling like, an, what am I going to say? This guy just, oh, anyway, I felt like an idiot. <laughs> so then I watched him play. And I was like, that guy's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. And I humbled myself. And I walked over there. And I asked him for his autograph. Okay, we're in high school. This is after a game. I was like, hey, man, it's like, good game. You're really good. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there like sucking up to him. and Because he signed the autograph with a smile for my three friends. And then he like reluctantly gives me his autograph like, kid. And then I we ended up going and watching him play more. So he kind of he got to he got to know who I was because I was like a stalker or whatever. But I didn't realize at the time he'd go on to be one of the best basketball players ever. But anyway, I digress. Let's let's pull it in, Marty. There's my LeBron, uh, LeBron James story. And and guys, I will say this real quick um, before I, I I I get the business tips. I don't have time to watch sports anymore. Like I'm so motivated with my business. I called the guys I'm in playing fantasy football with for years. I'm like, guys, I'm out. Like I'm not playing this year. Uh, it's a distraction. Like I, I want my businesses to be booming. I want to be making money. I want to be, you know, living in the fullness and the full purpose of my destiny. And so I've had to draw back on sports just because I, I want to reach my full potential in business. And so there's, there's some things sometimes we got to cut out of our life and I couldn't tell you, you know, who's in first place in the baseball standings or, you know, a bunch of details about sports. Like I used to know all that stuff and I realized, you know what? I got I to gotta focus on a few things and do them with excellence. And so I really had to, you know, downsize, if you will, the amount of attention uh, that I give to sports. I mean, I love them, but I'm not, I mean, I like, you know, I like playing golf and I like watching a football game, but it's, you got to, you got to have time management skills if you're going to reach your full potential. So there's that. Okay. In Virginia, I will, um, say I learned a couple things that, well, not learned, but got reiterated to me, and that's route density. Naylor and I did a whole episode on route density, but where it really like sunk in is I actually met Naylor in the field at his property, and he talks a big game. You know, he, he talks route density, route density, route density. Well, this dude is like, you couldn't be any more route dense. He, I pull up and there, him and Dale and the other guy are in the in his, his brand new truck. Well, it's not brand new now, but you know, Naylor's got a newer truck. It's like a year old. And they're chilling in the truck because it was like 100 degrees. It was so hot. And finally they get out and they're all like sweating and stuff. And, and um, he's like, hey, you want to film a little bit? And I was like, yeah. What houses are you doing? He's like, oh, we do this house. We do the house across the street. And we do that house and we do that house. And they're all four right next to each other, just sandwiched together. I was like, are you serious? Like, yeah. And I was like, that's impressive, man. And so they, he literally does four right in a row. And they got out less than an hour, banged out four yards, 50 bucks a pop. I think one yard might've been 45 and the other three were 50. So, you know, it's about $200 that Naylor made revenue 
in one hour. It was less than one hour with him and two helpers. And I was slowing him down because I was sitting there, you know, like, hey, re redo that, you know, redo, redo, edge of that curve. Let me get a better angle. And so I'm sitting there. You could tell Naylor's guy, Dale, and this other guy's like, who's this guy? Sitting there with his camera and all that stuff. But um, really impressive. Then they get in the car or the truck. I was in my camera. They got, they got in the, the ramp rack truck. Take a left, go down the road, get out and do it all over again down in the cul-de-sac. And so it was impressive to see that because I had talked with Naylor. Uh, we're in a group of uh, like a mastermind, we, a bunch of guys. We, we you know, we share um, business strategies and business tips and, 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 and just ironing, sharpening iron day after day after day. And that's something that Naylor is so intentional, intentional about as he started his business was I got to get this thing tight. I got to be in a, in a designated area and just take over that area. And so that was my business plan. And I don't, I don't have it as tight. I'm, I'm within the gates of a neighborhood, but man, Naylor, this guy has it tight, 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 tight. He, he owns this neighborhood and it was just, it was cool to see another fella um, out there doing it. And I just want to encourage you guys who are in lawn maintenance. I know we got a, guy, a lot of guys that listen to this show do hardscaping. A lot of guys listen to this show do landscaping where it's a one and done. And in those situations, you can drive 10 miles across town. If you're going to do a $12,000 installation over two or three day period, then, you know, drive over around or over, you know, what's the saying, Marty? Over the, through the woods, the grandmother's house. Like, I don't know. What are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, but what are we going to do when we get cameras in here? You're going to have to be on your best behavior, man. We're eventually we're going to get uh, cameras in the studio, like Joe Rogan kind of does, and uh, Marty's going to have to uh, clean his uh, clean up your performance for the camera <laughs> a little bit. But uh, you always eat right when the show starts. But anyway, um, man, I never had their fries. Those look good. those look good though. I'm gonna. Uh, guys, I've been trying to work out and <laughs> it's a, it's a, I like, uh, my trainer says, Paul, abs are made in the kitchen. Abs are made in the kitchen. Abs are made in the kitchen. So I've been uh, trying to get those abs, but back to route density. I think it really takes a strategy to choose your service area. What neighborhood do you want to work in? And then you know, just start taking over that neighborhood. Start saying no to customers that call or potential customers that call outside of that service area. Know your service area and just try to build and build and build and build and build in there. Because let's say Naylor does those four yards, but they're spaced out, then you don't get four yards done in less than an hour at 50 bucks a pop. But Naylor's sitting there, you know, doing $200 an hour. And, you know, boom, 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 boom. It's $1,000 a day really fast, really fast when you have that route density. And uh, that's, a, that's a good, if you guys are new in this business, that's a good basement. You know, that's a good goal to get started is I got to make $1,000 revenue a day in lawn maintenance, a uh, minimum. I know guys are like $1,000 a day, Paul, come on. You got to be more than that. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out there minimum. I think we had Phil Saros on the show one time and he's like, you know, I got to do four to $6,000 a day. He, he's in landscape enhancements. That just shows you now, obviously, it's a lot more when you start buying skid steers and there's all kind of a different equipment when you start getting into, you know, the construction aspect of this business and then the hardscaping. But as you get that education, as you get the equipment and a game plan, you know, 
Definitely landscape enhancements and, and hardscaping is the way to go. But my number one takeaway from Virginia was route density. I, 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 Naylor talks the talk and he walks the walk. It was uh, good to get to see that in person. Got to hang out with Seth, the lawn surgeon, which is always good. And he told me, you know, they taught him in State Highway Patrol uh, Academy School or whatnot that uh, to give him five. He's like, yeah, if it's speed limit 70, his boss told him to give him five. So, so, so if you're going to 75, you might be all right. But uh, if you go more than that, they're going to get you. Mitch Gordy's going to get you down there in North Carolina, and Seth's friends are going to get you in Virginia. And then Naylor's like, hey, Paul, just go to the speed limit. <laughs> and so <laughs> that makes sense. That really does make sense. And you got to be mindful, guys. If you start getting tickets, speeding tickets and stuff, then your commercial vehicle insurance, which is already expensive here in Georgia at least, I pay a lot for all that um, bells and whistles with all that insurance. But you don't want that to start spiking up because – you know, you're carelessly driving. So, and I got to hang out with Will Rice as well, which is encouraging to see guys. I, you know, I, I interviewed a lot of young guys on the tour, Kyle Parks and um, Zach Jones and um, Joseph DePace, a bunch of guys up in Michigan. And uh, Will Rice and Joseph DePace specifically, they're living with their parents and saving money and they're making bank. And so these aren't, when you hear of a teenager living with your parents or, you know, someone in their young 20s, early 20s, and you're like, oh yeah, he's, playing video games all day and living in his parents' basement. No, 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 no. Will Rice and Joseph the Pace, they're crushing it, okay? They're making a lot of money, but they're um, putting it in a savings account. They're saving it up for their future and, you know, getting out of debt. And uh, so anyway, it's just really encouraging because when I was that age, I didn't have that mindset and I was going deep into debt with an education and student loans with interest rates and foolishness. And so that's refreshing on my road tour to meet these young kids that are earning an income, you know, well, Pat, why all these other guys, and I'm not saying don't go to college. Education is important. If, if you know what you're doing, there's just a lot of guys that go to college just because. Now, if you know, I feel called to be a doctor, I feel called to be a lawyer, you, you know, you need to get the right certifications in college. I understand all that, but a lot of people don't know what they want to do in life and they waste those early years. I, I'm talking from my past. I, I wasted those early years. It's like, man, I wish I could go back and have those back. But it is encouraging when you see a you know young kid come out of the gate like this, making bank, saving money, living, you know, living on less than they make and uh, having a, a, a stash of money in the bank. So when these, these guys uh, get their wives and, and start their family, you know, financially, they got a firm foundation. Um, really inspiring to see that several guys like that, uh, that I was able to meet out on this summer road tour. So, all right, we're going to land the plane there um, because I got to get rolling. Watching, sitting here watching Marty eat that uh, barbecue, man, it's making me hungry. I got to go get my uh, um, lunch in. I bought, uh, man, I went to Costco yesterday, Marty. I spent 216 bucks on groceries. And so I remember growing up, man, my mom would yell at us. We, we'd go to the Fisher's grocery store in Canton, Ohio there. And then we'd come home and be like complaining, like, there's no good food here. And, you know, can we go to Taco Bell? And she would chew us out like, you're going to eat. We just went to the grocery store. And so I could hear in my voice, like, I, I can't go spend money at Chipotle. I just spent way too much money at Costco. I got to eat, eat the groceries I have in the refrigerator, but uh, I'm going to go, go back home and, um, grab a quick lunch and I'll be actually be back in the studio this afternoon. We're um, binge uh, batching recording these podcasts. So I got a lot going on later in the week, but uh, we love putting out daily shows for you guys. So you can listen to these Monday through Friday, drop them first thing in the morning. We appreciate when you drop us a rating and a review. This show's all about 
creating profitability in your lawn care and landscaping business. So we are here to help. We'll put some show note resources in there. If you guys want to get my e-course where I just dive deep, there's no jokes. I think I told two jokes in the whole like 15 video series, but I, I give you know the, the foundation of what you need to know to start and build a successful lawn care company. I've been doing this for over 10 years. I learned a lot the hard way and I have some awesome mentors in my life. So I poured out everything I know in a course that right now we got it on sale for like $97 over there at greenindustrypodcast.com. So Marty will put that in today's show notes. You guys can take that and uh, watch those videos and uh, take notes, learn along the way uh, so you don't have to repeat some of the mistakes that I made and uh, your business can be as profitable as possible. We appreciate you listening. We will be back tomorrow and uh, I'm going to share about my time in Maryland. Got to go to see Ed Wright from Wright Mowers and Nick Carlson from Mulchmate and uh, Kyle Parks and Zach Jones up there. Great time in Maryland. Absolutely great time. Loved it up there. So I'll be sharing some takeaways from that experience, what I learned from those fellas on our summer road tour. And uh, again, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back soon.